listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate you guys all tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Make sure, make sure that you do that right now, right here. And, uh, and then after listening to a few episodes, do me a favor, leave a review. would love the feedback. Uh, five star is what we shoot for. We're looking to impact a million people plus to really be able to educate, motivate, and prepare them to take action in real estate investing. And uh, as you guys know, my credit history, my credit background, um, we're very big advocates of financial freedom, financial literacy, and being able to take your current situation to the next level and be able to really see that generational wealth over time. And uh, what I'm going to tell you guys today is a little bit more of a... um, a backdrop, a, a little bit of history on myself. Uh, you know, I, I've shared this several times in the past, but um, what I've noticed recently is not enough people have actually totally resonated or heard my full story. So we're going to dive into it just a little bit today. Not the full, you know, deep version of growing up and all that, all that nonsense, but we might touch on it. And, uh, and, and today is this whole week is an anniversary And it's an anniversary of literally the pivoting point of what changed my life moving forward. So um, from literally going from house arrest to 3.5 million net worth. And obviously it's, it's been eight years as the anniversary currently, but I really, it took several years after uh, my situation, my, my uh, accident, my anniversary to be able to get my life together. So uh, going on five, six years at this point to be able to actually get that that compound effect, that that uh, that ball, that that wheel spinning to really start seeing that success. And uh, and what I can say is the perseverance and the persistence. Okay, so that's what I want to talk about today: the perseverance of uh, pushing through any obstacles that come your way is is ridiculously crucial and persistence of not giving up and uh, being determined, right? To get through that. And, uh, and I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I know somebody does. So that's why uh, we're diving into this right here, right now. We're going to get real raw. We're going to get real vulnerable uh, because you guys first off deserve that. And second, to be able to get any type of breakthroughs, you need to, you're going to want to uh, lay it all out on the table, because if not, then you're holding back from yourself, you're holding back from your full potential, you're holding back from friends, family, uh, from your business, from your circle of influence, and uh, and you're not going to be able to hit that, that target that you're looking for. So it's going to spiral out of control, turn into depression, fear, uh, whatever else the government and uh, friends negative influence on you, the devil basically pouring uh, a lot of BS into your life and you'll start acknowledging and uh, accepting those things in your life. And, and that's just not, that's not what you're called for bottom line. And you know that I know that, but we're going to dive deep into it today. 
uh, to let you know how basically I was spiraling out of control and going down the wrong path. So, um, so if, if, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to get real transparent, real raw, real vulnerable with you guys. And I uh, appreciate uh, just hearing me out on this. And if, if you don't want to hear it, then I totally get it. Uh, there, there's no, um, there's no feelings any type of way. And, uh, and I apologize if any of this stuff does offend you because it is going to get pretty serious in a second. But, um, but with that being said, let's just dive into it. So as you guys all know, my name is Brandon Elliott. Uh, I'm originally from New Jersey and uh, grew up with a single parent mom, two sisters, one older, one younger. We all have uh, different dads. And I never met my dad uh, until I was 18 in court um, so that he could stop paying child support. Basically, he ended up having a one night stand with my mom. He cheated on his wife at the time. He's got a family separate and, and so forth. And and yeah, I mean, that was that. Right. We grew up poor. But when I say poor, it's like quotations around it, like American poor. You know, we're still blessed upon blessed upon blessed. Um, I mean, we we lived on uh, and my mom is still on Section 8, um, government assistance, Social Security. And um, we've had a lot of handouts and help from the church, as well as uh, from local schools, uh, friends, neighbors and so forth. Very small family besides that, though. Two aunts, one cousin, uh, you know, that's that's about as far as it goes. And um, and what I can say is growing up that way, because my mom was is uh, labeled manny, um, bipolar, um, manic depressive bipolar. So because my mom was labeled manic depressive bipolar, uh, she really hung on to that and and it's really like she wasn't able to hold a job for very long. Not that she hasn't had jobs in the past. She has. Uh, she's very, she's a diligent, hard worker. She's a uh, overall just good person. And, um, and she did the best that she could to raise three misfits, right? Um, but needless to say, growing up, there is a, a big pressure being the only guy in the house and having issues in the house regarding uh, finances, right? And the pressure seeing like my mom struggle with not having either enough money to pay the the bills, the utilities, the rent uh, that month and uh, a fear behind that, you know, not sure if we're going to have TV or heat or, or rent paid this month. Um, so just from mismanaging the, the financial literacy education wasn't in our household. Okay. They're not teaching this stuff in school. And that's partially the reason, if not the huge, my, you know, majority of why there's so much struggle in, in nationwide uh, homes, families, right? So, and we were one of those. Um, needless to say, right around eighth grade, uh, started smoking marijuana, got introduced from some close friends of mine, and, and that turned into the first escape of uh, of actually like not having to worry and fear about any of uh, the stuff that I was worrying about at a young age that normally, um, you know, somebody that young, you know, wouldn't have to uh, be thinking about. But I was starting to look for, a, you know, my first job at age nine. I finally got my first job at age 12. 
Uh, but I was going around trying to pick weeds, cut grass. I was trying to go to uh, all the golf courses to see if I could run around and collect all the balls. Um, you know, I, I was doing everything. I was hustling to try to get some income because I had friends in the neighborhood that had like motorcycles, quads, dirt bikes. Like I wanted to keep up with them and have fun uh, instead of just riding on theirs and waiting or whatever it was. Like I wanted to ride along with them. Um, so needless to say, always hungry for, for, uh, that, that work mentality. I wanted paychecks. I wanted money coming in, uh, to be able to, you know, that was, that was the only issue in my household that I believed growing up. It was like, we just didn't have enough income. I didn't notice the drugs and all these other things that, uh, could start being an issue. Needless to say, like I mentioned, eighth grade, start smoking weed, found out I really liked it. And, uh, and I was just laughing giggles. Um, but who knows out there that, you know, uh, when you are distracted from something and you are running away from the problems, the problems don't go away. The problems are still there. And because the lack of attention to it, sometimes they grow and spiral, uh, into something even worse. Right. So with that being said, um, I ended up realizing, acknowledging right away that I didn't have enough money to actually be able to, you know, smoke, uh, and, and keep up with smoking, uh, weed on a regular basis on a, however often basis I was doing it at that time. Um, and I acknowledged almost instantly, like, Hey, I have to be that individual within my circle of influence, my couple friends that I'm smoking with. I needed to be that person that would, uh, get it and then sell it to them, get everybody to chip in. Basically, I didn't think to like sell it to them. I just think I would collect the money. And ideally, I would be able to have my five, 10 bucks in there for free. Um, so that's originally what I um, had in mind. And because I ended up doing that, I ended up uh, just slowly turning into a drug dealer, uh, long story short, basically, um, you know, it just started slowly growing. It would be not just my two, three friends, it would be some of their friends or some of our other friends. And then it was, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 people. And then, you know, because I grew up poor and I, I just didn't know anything about financial literacy, I literally just took whatever money that I had, um, from this, I would, I would take, I would purchase as much as I could. And then I would go back, sell it all, take all that money back. And then right back to my drug dealer, get as much as I could and just keep on rinse and repeat. And obviously that would, you know, more money coming in, take all of that, get as much as you can, just bigger and bigger amounts. And, uh, and it turned into a little bit of a snowball effect, uh, to say the least. Um, over time, I think there's good and bad behind that. It uh, helped develop uh, character. Uh, it helped develop uh, accounting um, because I had to keep track of all this stuff. It helped me stay organized and it helped uh, with business relationships, um, body language, understanding people's true motives and, um, and then understanding that you know, the harsh side of the business uh, doing that type of lifestyle is that uh, you can't necessarily trust everybody, but trust, um, 
is, is something you can lean into, trust, but verify, right? That's what we teach in real estate. And it's something so crucial that you should never, you should never um, underestimate that basically. Trust, but verify. Even with the closest of uh, best friends, family, whatever it may be. And there's no, there's no um, hard feelings behind that. There shouldn't be, you know, um, it should just be business. That's just what it is. However, when it comes down to it, um, doing that type of lifestyle, it, it turned into me having guns to my head, knives to my throat, my house getting broken into, robbed on a regular basis, uh, cops knowing about me, pulling over other individuals, asking and trying to shake down individuals to give more information about me, um, cops showing up to my house randomly, and, uh, and you name it, you know, a bunch of negative stuff, really like going down the wrong path. I had five of my close friends that I hung out with on a daily basis for a year or two at that time that ended up robbing my house a couple of days right before Christmas, um, stole a bunch of money out of my safe, a bunch of um, personal just memorabilia stuff uh, from like my grandfather before he passed, uh, gave me a coin collection and certain things like that, that I wasn't able to recover or get back. And it was very heartbreaking, right? Um, knowing that, you know, the people that you hang out with every single day, they just turned your back and, and robbed you, took, you know, almost everything that I had um, at the time, gambled it, spent some of it. I got some of my money back, but it was really, you know, it, it wasn't a good feeling to say the least, uh, a couple of days right before Christmas. So, um, so with that being said, I decided to move to California. I went to visit a friend, kind of fast forwarding all this stuff, uh, moved out to California. And at the age of, I think, 21, um, you know, a year or two later, basically just growing weed, uh, other things, sending back to you know, New Jersey and all this other nonsense that I was getting my, uh, my hands into. I'm not going to say too much, uh, just so that I'm not, um, throwing myself under the bus too much here, but needless to say, um, just because I changed atmospheres like coast to coast, um, I, I was still doing negative, you know, negative stuff. Uh, my lifestyle was still the same, just slightly different in a different location. Right. And, uh, I ended up having an explosion in my apartment making hash oil on uh, September uh, 24th, I believe, 24th or 25th, and that was 2013, making hash oil. So I ended up, I was on fire, had um, third degree burns, uh, ended up getting placed into a coma um, for a week, and uh, they induced me into a coma for a week, and Basically, um, I got donor skin on, on my arms and legs, uh, burnt 40% of my body. So I went through three surgeries. Uh, the donor skin didn't work and it's supposed to trick your skin to start growing back. That wasn't the case. So they had to actually do another surgery, uh, one out of that three, to be able to take skin from my legs and put it on the back of my legs as where the damage was, as well as on my arms. And um, and yeah, I mean, besides that, I was, I was bedridden. I had to, for three weeks, I had to learn how to walk again. And the pain and frustration from that is, uh, is where I saw myself in bed uh, in the hospital, just realizing all the 
pain and damage that I caused. Um, and that, hey, if I was intelligent enough to get some type of, you know, very, very basic level of, you know, I thought I was some, you know, uh, big stuff at the time. Like I, I thought I, I always financially at that point, I was able to um, take care of myself and be independent and so forth, have realistically whatever I wanted. And I always said to myself, like, hey, if I'm intelligent enough to be able to successfully do this, uh, go down this bad path and, you know, constantly have to look over my shoulder, but, you know, still be able to live how I'd like, then God knows what if I actually uh, put every effort and every attempt into, um, into really going down the right path and seeing if I can uh, change my life around and not have to second guess or look over my shoulder, you know, like with my personality type, I believe that God needed to give me something so strong, like an explosion in my apartment in here in San Diego, Pacific beach, to be able to literally take me off of the path that I was on and redirect me onto the path that I needed to be, that I was called to be right. Uh, a little arrest, slap on the wrist, pulled over, something like that, that wouldn't have changed my life. Just truthfully, it just wouldn't have. I needed something so drastic that I literally, you know, my my skin was peeling off my arms and legs. Um, I had the fear of uh, being arrested, the charges that were coming down on me and so forth. And, and long story short, just to fast forward everything, years later, uh, fighting it in court and so forth and, um, getting a lawyer and just preparing myself, had a mentor at the time and was starting to go down the right path. Um, I ended up getting house arrest and three years probation and a bunch of fines and fees and so forth, uh, in comparison to, um, having 12 years stacked up against me that, uh, that I should have been serving. Realistically, I was going to be serving five years uh, in prison, you know, that's a, that's a huge, uh, gratitude moment to say the least, you know, thinking that you're going to get sentenced right here, right now. And then, um, uh, you know, most likely serving five years in prison. And then instead, uh, after they hear your story, it was a full circle and I was able to get house arrest for six months and, um, you know, probation for three years had several fees. I got one misdemeanor and, uh, and two felonies. So I don't say that proudly. I don't say any of this to, um, to really influence you in one way or the other. What, why I do say this is because uh, you might not necessarily be on the right path currently, or the simple fact of, I see a lot of people out there that are struggling with their true identity and their true calling, or even like the, the true persistence of, of pushing through, because there is going to be a lot of resistance, right. Of, um, of stuff that is going to try to hold us back. And the only person that can actually, uh, hold you back and keep you back is you. Like it's, it's just you. It's a person in the mirror that you look at every day. That's, that's your biggest enemy. Um, but as long as you punch through and you, you face the music and, and you, uh, 
and you don't listen to the those negative voices that that chip on your shoulder of the devil trying to whisper in and and um, don't allow him to come in, then you can speak greatness into your life, and and that enemy that's in the mirror can turn into your best friend. That's that you're proud of, right? That you're proud to to say that hey. I completed this today. I, I pushed through when I didn't think I could. I gave it everything that I got. And although I came up short, I still went way, way further above and beyond further than what I was anticipating. And I did it alongside with my brothers, my sisters, my best friends, my uh, other people that I look up to and so forth, or I crushed it in business. I, I, I did whatever it took, you know? So the perseverance of pushing through all of those obstacles is crucial, but more importantly, the persistence to not stop and to gradually, you know, go head to head with these obstacles because there's going to be, that's just what life is. I mean, you, you guys know that if you're listening to this, you know, uh, the obstacles that have been tossed your way. And it's always a life learned lesson. It's always uh, a moment that you can sit back and reality check of counting all your blessings and gratitude. But the simple fact of understanding that there are going to be obstacles thrown my way, there's going to be resistance in my face and how I, you know, how I actually move will determine whether I succeed or not whether I give up, whether I call it a day, if I constantly say I can't, speaking negative words of affirmation over my life, um, you know, that's, that's going to quit, give up. You know, if you're constantly just talking about the problem and not the solution, then therefore you will fail. Like that, the simple fact of um, whether you think you can or you think you can't, it, it's so correct. It's so correct. You know, you, you are correct. If you think that you're going to fail, then you will, you will. But the same instance goes, if, if you believe that and you think that you can win, then you will. You'll have a, a hell of a stronger chance. Okay, so the mindset is so, so crucial and pushing through any of that resistance. Uh, it, it's okay to fail. Bottom line, it's above and beyond okay to fail. It's not okay to give up. It's not okay to say you're going to do something in the beginning and then back out, weasel out, chicken out, uh, when fear comes around, knock in, whatever it may be, when the tough times come, it's easy when everything is all cool, calm, collected and level-headed, right? But when, you know, you start getting punched in the face or, or you got miles of an uphill hike and uh, you got a hundred pounds on your back or whatever it may be, you know, and, and the time the road gets tough, that's where, you know, okay, well, let's go back to that word that you spoke earlier. You know, is it true or are you going to stay committed like you said you're going to? You know, I understand the, the times are different now, but it, it's so, so crucial to be focused on that and, uh, and not lose sight of why you're doing this in the first place and understanding as well as the, the simple fact that once you get through this, once you push through this, how amazing it's going to be after. The outcome, the reward, the goal, how, how fulfilling will it truly be after? I got a quick story for you. So actually this morning, this morning I 
uh, I went for a hike here locally in San Diego on uh, Cow's Mountain. And I took uh, my, my brother-in-law's, um, Jennifer's uh, two younger brothers, 12 years old, uh, Leo, and 10 years old, Nathan. And, um, and they're both, you know, they're amazing, great kids, uh, sheltered, uh, just like most kids, you know, at, at that age, at, at this point. Uh, they don't stay outside too much on bikes or anything like that. They're more inside games, tablets, stuff like that. Um, great kids really, um, you know, love their personalities and, uh, and they're hard workers. They care about business. They care about prospering and, uh, just really good kids. So these, these guys, um, you know, a, a lot of, especially last year and everybody like, uh, out of shape is something I feel like we can all relate to, but, um, but the kids, uh, just from, you know, not being outside enough, a little out of shape. And, uh, for the simple fact of, um, going up this mountain for the very first time, right. The very first time I took out Leo a month ago and, uh, it was really struggles for him. He didn't think he could make it and wanted to turn back a million times, but he made it. Right. So today this was the second time, but we brought his younger brother this time. That's a little bit less um, in shape. And and uh, and what I can say is that he wanted to quit at least 100 times. Uh, it took an hour and 20 minutes to get to the top uh, elevation of about sixteen hundred. And that might not be, you know, anybody can compare that if uh, if that's the most difficult thing in the world for you at hearing that or if that is like piece of cake and you did that seven times this morning. Right. Um, but understanding that young kids first time and uh, out of shape and just not used to it, um, it was difficult. Right. And these crazy rocks and so forth. So it's like. Um, just trying to be prepared for that and, uh, and the mindset to overcome. But what I can tell you is that they committed to it in the beginning. They said, Hey, you know, I asked them last night, you guys ready to do this tomorrow? You're not going to quit. You have any questions? You're ready to go. They said yes. And they're excited and they believed in themselves to be able to do so. Um, once we got there, obviously it, you know, uh, the road got tough. Let's just say that the road got tough. Um, and it's, it wasn't, it was no longer cool comma collected and, um, and they wanted to give up several times, but what I can tell you is that I, I'm above and beyond proud because they kept their word, they pushed through and, uh, any of the resistance that they're feeling, um, they persevered through and the persistence that they put into it, um, it shined, you know, and, you could tell how happy they were after once they got to the top, how, uh, how much of a just overwhelming feeling that they conquered the mindset. Uh, you know, there's literally blood, sweat, and tears today from, from a little man. So it's like, uh, I, I can relate, I can understand because we all can, like we've all been there, but many people have given up. Like right when you get the, the sweat, people give up, right? When you get uh, the the tears, people give up. And then blood, shit, call it a day, you know, call out the stretcher, we're getting out of here, you know? Um, but the simple fact is that we didn't let anybody give up and we pushed through it and, uh, 
And there's breakthroughs at the end of that. At the end of the day, there's breakthroughs. And I couldn't be more proud of uh, two young guys that persevered and pushed through the persistence of this because changing that mindset and working on that each and every day. They say like motivation, it's like, a, you know, a, a shower. You need to take one every day. You need, you need motivation each and every day to be able to spark that interest, spark that fire within you and to overcome any of the obstacles that, that are tossed your way each and every day. And I can relate to that. But all I know is that pushing forward each and every day and seeing the growth, overcoming it, not giving up and, and having just that deep breath at the end, once you get to the top of the mountain, uh, being able to ring that bell, hit that stomp, whatever it may be, and like really feel that excitement from it and, uh, and know that you conquered it. Such an amazing feeling. Uh, better than any drug in the world and literally will be able to help out in so many different areas of your life. And, uh, and I just see that in these young kids that they're going to be able to do the same. So uh, I'm just blessed to be able to have been along the ride for that and to, um, and to be able to see that change within them. And, uh, and I pray that you guys find this and whatever is in this talk today, uh, that you guys see the same exact thing within yourselves or within your circle of influence and be able to, um, to push through it and not like leave any man behind type of thing. Like when somebody gives up or wants to give up, like you, you have that accountability partner um, to be able to hold you in place and fight through anything and commit to the word that you, you know, the, the goal the objective that you set out to do in the beginning, um, even when the, the tough road comes ahead, you know? So I uh, hope this finds you well today. I, I hope this resonates with somebody. I, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Like, you know, this is, this is what it's all about, the perseverance and persistence. And, and literally me coming from house arrest to 3.5 uh, million in net worth, um, within real estate, within uh, our other avenues of business, within credit and helping out so many people along the way. Uh, there's a huge calling over your life. I don't know what that is. Only you and, and the higher power know. But, um, but what I can tell you is that if you focus on daily activities that are constantly out of your comfort zone and you're pushing yourself to the next limit, committing to your word, not giving up, not falling short, not three feet from gold, but constantly pushing through to hit that gold each and every time, get that fulfillment and stay perseverance, uh, just allowing it to come through, but pushing through and, um, and uh, just be persistent with it, then I know you'll, you'll receive the breakthroughs that you're looking for. So uh, I pray this finds you well today. And thank you so much for joining. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button for Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. Uh, leave a review. Let us know how you guys feel about it. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate all the supporters. We have over 600, 700, I believe, uh, five-star reviews right now. And that just warms up my heart tremendously. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. As always, if you want to uh, reach out to me, you can always do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, you can check out facebook.com uh, forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. Uh, if you need any credit repair done for you services, you can check out creditrepairmobile.com. Otherwise, if you're looking to apply to become a part of our mastermind group, get educated within Credit Council Elite, 
all areas of credit for education, fixing credit very quickly, being able to build up several six figures in credit, even seven figures in credit, and then being able to leverage it and put it to work. And I'd love to show you how to do so, travel hacking, manufacturer spending, you name it. Really want to show you the breakthroughs that credit has done for us and our families and literally being able to show you how to be able to purchase properties with credit and um, and and just basically swip, you know, flipping the script on what the banks have been doing us for centuries. We're, we're starting to do it to the banks now and, and just uh, being able to compound that success on top of it. So uh, if you want any more information on that, then check out creditcouncilelite.com. It's creditcouncilelite.com. And, um, and let us know if you have any feedback. Okay. Appreciate you all so much. We will see you on the next one. God bless. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliotinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.